Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is... Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Shades. Welcome back, Sketch. It's been a it's been a minute. It, it has. It's been a summer. <laughs> yes, it has indeed been summer. Still, still technically summer, though it feels still like technically fall. summer. Um, happy that it's feeling like fall. Fall's my favorite season. I think we've talked about. I, that before. We have All talked at length about this. Um, guys, thanks for thanks for letting us take a breather, a little recharge, a little like. Like we had to just, burn some force sensitive logs. What reboot the old go go? Had to find our place in in this crazy 2020 world that we are living in. What the hell <laughs> is going on? <laughs> I don't there? know. Do you know? I don't know. How are things still the way they are? I don't know. But guys, thanks for coming back with us. So glad that you have decided to rejoin us, longtime listeners. If you're uh, if you're tuning in live, then uh, not too long ago, you heard uh, you heard our thoughts on the uh, the Independence Day universe, cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. Shades, any um, takebacksies? Um, oh, you know, sketch. Um, no, no takebacksies. No corrections. Um, just you know, what an over under for that that universe. And I I did. We're going to get into some stuff, but I did read that the pandemic had nixed pre-production for Independence Day 3. Oh, it was moving forward? I didn't think it was moving forward, but I, I guess it's officially dead now. I think, I think. I mean, we can... And I'm, I'm going to say... We can announce here on, on the midstream, I, I'm pretty sure that they're saying it's the pandemic, but it was really the the, the geeking out. Yeah, we I think we I think we killed it sketch. I think we put a kibosh on it and mission and accomplished. So, hey, um, if, there, if there's nothing else that we accomplished this year, um, it, worth it. Sketch today is our Independence Day. It is from we, Independence Day. We will not go quietly into the night and, and the rest. And oh, the rest. my goodness. I would take a spinoff series of um, Brent Spiner and. I mean, it would be br- pretty difficult to um, to pull it off, like story wise. But I would take like Bill Pullman and Brent Brent Spiner in like a spinoff series. I would one hundred percent watch a uh, President Whitmore's like next term as as right. like the, the world <laughs> sees him as this mega hero, but he's also starting to have these these visions of like, oh, something's still wrong in my head from the aliens and. And just like what happens to the world after that, 100% on board with that. Yeah. 100% on board on that. Strong agree. But, but I don't, I think the world has agreed. We don't need uh, no. flying off into space to the <laughs> refugee planet. And uh, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Why did they and think that was a good idea? I'll stand by my, my main takeaway from that was watch one, love it. Never watch two. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah, I would. I agree with that 100% sketch. Yep. Yep. So that was Independence Day, guys. Yeah. Happy Independence Day. Happy belated Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, we've had uh, 
quite the 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 uh just the parade of news stories in the geek universe oh my goodness we had last, uh, uh, virtual sdcc and then dc fandom mm. uh not much happening on the marvel front i didn't realize i didn't realize dc uh dc had like something like that and i just remember thinking like that week why is all this DC stuff coming out? Like, <laughs> we never hear anything. And now all of a sudden, and so it makes sense that they, they had some sort of formal. Yeah. They had their own comic-con called yeah. fandom. Oh, and, um, going to like, have my oh, own. Oh Comic-Con. my goodness. Oh my the goodness. Like all the things that black track, not strippers, not much happening over at Marvel. Mm. Um, you know, with the yeah. exception of uh, in it, while we were away, uh, the passing yeah. of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I mean, that was probably uh, the biggest uh, geeking out world news of of our of yeah. our break. And holy shit. I mean, shocked. it's a doozy. I, I think. Well, I mean, the world was. Yes. The, the, the world absolutely was just. Knocked back on our asses. Flummoxed. You know? In a, in a time where, uh, you know, it's like, it's, 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 a it's, there's a little silver lining in it. Only that like the world really needs heroes right now. Yeah. And I think a lot came to light about what he was doing, what he was doing, not like his characters or anything, right. but what yes. Chadwick himself had been going through for, for years at this point. And six, like six or seven years. Yeah. And talk about like, Ooh. I mean that's that's heroic accomplishments. That is like, gravitas. It's the likes still, that we have not seen. It still like gives me goosebumps to think that like he was doing that that Marvel like hospital tour like to right. little kids sick in the hospital, which is tough on anybody. Right. But that to be, to know that you're facing the, the exact same struggles right. that these kids are, but putting on the the heroic happy face because that's what they need right then right holy shit that's that's like that's like the i am iron man moment of like real world yeah you know strong agree so strong agree chadwick i i'm raising my tea mug to you right now i'll uh i'll i'll raise my batman tumbler glass mm-hmm. that that is just uh the world has has lost someone special Strong agree. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, just looking at like the catalog of films that he did during that time, Black Panther, 42, the Jackie Robinson story, uh, Marshall, the Thurgood Marshall story. It's like, you know, the amount of like Oscar worthy work that he was able to um, produce in such a, a short, like six year span. Mm. While, you know, yeah, I I can't imagine what what that does to the human body. Uh, like yeah. I've uh, we talked the, off the mic body a and, yeah. and the soul. You yeah. know, just like oh my gosh, the the weight he was carrying. Uh, I I woke up two days ago with vertigo. Um, and I, it's, I can't imagine like having vertigo <laughs> for the rest of my life, however mm. long or short it would be. Um. It's, like, I just can't imagine functioning daily like with like just the, the treatments that go along with the medications that like how you like you must feel absolutely to be able to to do those things. And then like also 
uh, sculpt your body into a Marvel superhero mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, transform yourself into a Vietnam vet. Um, Five Bloods, uh, Spike Lee's uh, latest picture. Um, or, you know, um, you know, something, you know, so physically demanding as the Jackie Robinson story or the James Brown story. It's like, my goodness, like, I, I don't, I mean, you know, trouble getting out of bed and like he racked up some of the best performances that have ever been put on, on, I guess, uh, you know, ever been shown. We don't use film anymore, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just mind boggling. It really is. Like what he was able to do uh, in that condition. Yeah. He's, he himself now is up there with the characters he portrayed. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. And, they, and they, they, not a lot of actors can say that. Right. You know? I, right. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. And now Marvel has, has a, cause, cause from what I understand, from what I read, Marvel had no idea. Exactly. Yeah. They were, they were taken um, completely by surprise from also from what I read. Which is also, I, I give him such just props and respect for just wanting to remain private right. on some private matter and, right. and being able to do it in this day and age at, at his level of stardom. Yeah. Uh, was was another feat in itself yeah having yeah, a so private now, life yeah now now the mcu has has yet more um things to figure out oh. how to move forward uh fan camp fan campaign uh campaigning hard pressuring disney not to recast t'challa no i strong agree and, i mean strong agree you know, and the the I think the campaign right now is for um, Shuri to absolutely succeed him as Black Panther, which, which I mean, just makes sense. Story wise, it's it's just it's perfect. It's perfect right. flow. I mean, she she was uh, she's right there to take up the mantle after the events of uh, Infinity War and and uh, Endgame. Endgame. So, yeah, I mean. I don't know if you guys know this. Shades and I don't have a lot of say in the MCU. Right. You know, our, our our letters often go on deaf ears. Yes. But if you guys are listening. Return to sender. If you guys are listening, Address definitely unknown. Shuri is the way to go. We keep writing to Disney World, but they just keep coming back. Yeah. Return to sender. Yep. Yep. And our Star Wars, our oh. Star Wars letters too, as well. Yep. Um, everything these days going to Disney World. Almost. Yep. Almost everything. Almost everything. Almost everything. Should we um, step away from the MCU? Well, I'll just and- say I'll just say the only other thing that I've seen coming out of the MCU is that um, WandaVision is filming its reshoots, and that will be the first of the Marvel Avengers um, Avenger uh, like TV mini series. series. Yeah, yeah. On um, Disney Plus. Yeah. Are they going to do this bullshit where it's like Disney Plus, but hey? With a charge, premium, premium access. Oh, Ugh, what sh- bullshit! Should that, that be where we bullshit. go next? With, with... I don't know. It's oh just such God. bullshit. It's not such geeky out news. It's just like Stream Wars news. Oh. Like Stream Wars, Stream Wars suck. Okay, we're all in the middle of Stream Wars. It, it's it's terrible. It's taking place in 2020 when right. we need streaming services the most. What a what a I mean it is the definition of sleazy. Yeah. Disney Plus is already a premium access service. They only have one tier. It's your monthly subscription, and then like to upcharge you. Yeah, yeah. Like just 
Yep. Uh, it's just oh, so sleazy. And we gave them props. So we gave them sleazy. props at Onward that they released Onward. Right. At the same time. And again, they're not taking our letters seriously. It, it's true. I don't know. This one Major could come back pas. to bite them. Major faux pas, Disney. I hope it does. Have you seen Mulan? I have not. Have you? I have also not seen Mulan. I'm not going to give Disney an extra $30. Is any, like, listen, if it if it had been released normal, because I'm still on the Disney Plus, because, yeah. you know, I, I've said good kid stuff on, on Disney Plus. I'm not right. going to deny that. If it, if it had come out just normal, I probably would have given it a watch already. If they but, had released it on on uh, Amazon the, or like as a, as you know on demand for yeah. like you know whatever the price of a movie ticket is, sure, sure, why not? But they're guarant they're they're saying like you have to purchase two movie tickets to get it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's that's time, not how video on demand works. Also, in a time where um you know their their idea is that oh you know well you know you, you have four six people like we're gonna lose money if everyone's watching it at your house it's like we're in the middle of a goddamn pandemic and how many the, people are having they're four, not losing outsiders? anything we've already purchased the streaming yeah. service yeah which also they're hasn't had a whole anything. lot of new stuff on it recently uh, yeah uh I, I don't know if disney plus is long for this world who knows the the only i mean the only thing i'll say about disney plus being long for this world is that it it doesn't have a tremendous amount of competitors like like serious competitors well i all i'll say is that the the playback engine is not up to snuff yeah i will i will say is my least is my least favorite second only to maybe cbs all access i didn't like cbl cbs all access oh, i forgot that was control the controls to Disney Plus, I do not enjoy. All right, it's glitchy. There you go. There's it's your glitchy. hot take, everybody. It's glitchy. If you've if you've if you've seen Mulan, write in. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a single review of Mulan. Uh, so I've read some controversial know. stuff um, about a couple of the actors like supporting like mainland China's yeah, I have heard that. policy and yep, yep. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's it really. I mean, it's. I've heard that the dragon is not in the movie. Uh, no singing, no dragon. Um, and uh, one of the complaints was that um, they spoke English in the film instead of the 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 Hunan or dialect or or Mandarin. And mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I don't I don't know what the right answer to that is. I'll just say that like nobody complained that that Simba didn't meow for two hours in Lion King. Um, I don't know. Okay. So that's an interesting question. Is it, um, it had, it has to be, it has to be um, subtitled in, in the China market because it was filmed in English. It was. Hmm. Unless they shot two versions, which I doubt. So it must be, be it must be subtitled or dubbed. Maybe it's dubbed. Yeah. Maybe there's a good dub. Maybe there is a good dub. Because otherwise, that's that's just cocoa bananas. I know it was shot in China, yeah, uh, and it was shot in English, which hmm. seems kind of scandalous. Yeah, Disney Disney's trying too many things. Disney's trying they to, are. to 
to, to placate too many. And I'll just audience. say, I don't know if we need all these live action things. And no, what I, I've seen I of am Mulan firmly looks, against live action yeah, what, um, adaptations. What I've seen of Mulan looks fantastic, uh, mm-hmm. and I am excited to see it. Um, but I don't, I don't know that we need these live action retelling. Yeah, can't we just get new? Right, like new story. Like do do an awesome story. Like right. of that era of China, but like it doesn't have to be tied to Milan, the story we've already gotten in something else. Right. Same thing with, with all the others. Do, do a Lion King-esque story. It doesn't have to be Lion King. Yeah. Give us some like, oh, I don't know. Give us like some, uh, some like, like American, like the American Midwest animals doing something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> They don't get a lot of play. Bison Lord. Yeah. Something like that. Do it. <laughs> Would you watch a movie called Bison Lord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like loosely tie it to like the uh, rare albino bison. Yeah, like the American to... West and stuff. And then you, you get a little you get a little history lesson you don't know you're getting. And... Wild Bert. Yeah. You ever yeah, seen yeah, yeah, Bible like Goes West? Uh yeah, but a long time ago. Long, long time ago. We should do, was we that, should do was that Disney? Was that was that one Disney? Um probably. It's Fievel Dis It's worth asking. 1986 Fievel, is that Disney? I feel like if it was Disney, it would be on. Yeah, was that Don Bluth? It's uh it's Amblin and Universal Pictures. It's not oh, Disney. Universal. Interesting. 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 I mean, okay, I would have well, I would have put dollars to donuts that that was Disney, but it's not. It's Universal and Amblin. This uh, this brings me to a piece of news I uh, I uncovered. Uh, about Fifle over the week, not about Fifle, but about American animation. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, John Bluth, who who was like, uh, he's like, he's like a Walt Disney esque director in that he has a very specific animation style okay he did like the land before times and oh, okay. all dogs go to heaven and yeah, yeah, those yeah. kind of movies yep. he is um he is currently launching a new studio to quote usher in the renaissance of hand-drawn animation oh because cool. he feels that uh the world is starved of that at this time strong agree and uh he he's trying to to uh offer a an avenue for for hand-drawn animation to get back into the mainstream that's awesome that's interesting because walt disney created cal arts to do just that and for mm-hmm. what would we say 50 years disney was kind of the the caretaker of hand-drawn animation oh yeah i would say so uh they they seem to have relinquished that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. mission and it's it's becoming a lost art form. Yeah, and I mean, you, I mean, you just watch cartoons on on TV. Or, it's or, just computer games. It's all computer at this yeah. point. So, um, I sh- gosh, I hope, I hope we see good things from that. I it, it, that's that's an upstream battle. It, it really got. is. So, but, uh, I I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ex- I'll, I'll I'm excited watch, for that. I'll watch that with uh, with with interest for sure. Strong agree. Man. Any other news ticket items? Shades? Um, just, you know, there's, I mean, a lot, a lot of stuff happened. Um, Doctor Who, uh, season 13 has, uh, gone back to production. 
Oh, wow. Um, I'm not sure when that will be coming out, but uh, Jodie Whittaker's second season outing as the Doctor is, is uh, you know, we're going to be getting that, I would imagine, 2021 at some point, at, yeah. at this point. Um, Think and- there'll be a Christmas special this year? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, yeah. But um, the Daleks are getting an animated series. Interesting. Uh, and Interesting. that we might get. Um, the infamous Doctor Who villains are getting their own animated series at the BBC. Uh, they released a teaser trailer for Daleks. Um, or, uh, I guess yesterday. What's today? The... 12, 13th on, on the 10th and was Thursday on Thursday. They released Thursday that teaser. Um, mm-hmm. It's the final missing piece in the time Lord victorious um, concept that they, that they did um, that involves some of the big finish audio dramas with the eighth doctor leading up to the time war, the early years of the time war, and then the war doctor stories that they've done. Um, so Big Finish Audio has been doing Doctor Who audio dramas for years, uh, and this will be a five-part, ten-minute episode of CGI animate. Sorry, five-part, ten-minute episodes done through CGI animation, and it's going to launch in November of this year. It'll be available for fans free to watch on the Doctor Who YouTube channel. That's and cool. the teaser is available right now. Um, so Time Lord Victorious is kind of like this big overarching thing that they've been um, doing in uh, Doctor Who comics, um, audio dramas, and and shorts, I guess for the last four or five years. Um, and they've even they've even gotten Christopher Eccleston to come back and do a, a ninth Doctor story tie-in, I believe, um, that connects to Time Lord Victorious. That's so miraculous. it's eight leading up to and the early years of the time war, the war doctor, ninth doctor. They've already done the 10th doctor stories, uh, audio dramas with this. David Tennant came back in and voiced a couple of those. He, he has some ongoing stuff, but uh, this is going to fill in the blanks of, of that concept that they've done. Cool. So we've only had one season so far of Jodie Whittaker. Um, uh, we had two already. Uh, t- two. All right, so we're we're about to see her third season. I haven't seen the second season. I have not seen the second season either. I, I it got much better reviews than the first, but I haven't. Okay, gone that's back good because I kind of petered out on the first. The first was tough. It you know it regenerations are always difficult. This one was compounded. I feel like by a writer who just didn't understand the property he was inheriting. Well, that's and, that's my issue. With that. And that's what's so frustrating to me, because I like this doctor. Right. But the story just like ground to a halt. As like I said, I felt, yeah, it fell flat. Jodie Whittaker, great, great actor. And I think really has encapsulated all of the doctors that have come before her in the modern age mm-hmm. and done an excellent job of like weaving personality and character traits into her doctor but the writing and the show feels unfamiliar um particularly with a new doctor if you're not going to include any of the classic aliens to like 
make the world feel familiar as a new writer and a new doctor try and find their feet under them. We've talked about this before. I feel like that was a huge mistake. Um, and I know they backtracked on that quite a bit in season two, or, or I'm sorry, the second season um, for, for 13. Um, well, I have not gone back yet. I was, I was so disappointed in the writing. It just, it was more like um, suspense murder mystery than, than sci-fi adventure. Hmm. It, just, yeah. it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I want to say I watched six episodes of the first season and it yeah, just, I, I it was almost just too got hard. to the end. It just got to the point where I was like, time is precious. I mean, this right. is Doctor Who. Time right. is precious. Um, and I, I have so many things to watch. And right. this is just falling off the priority list. Like, right. it's just like after every episode, it like moved lower yeah. on my priority list to right. watch. Um, I, I Which agree. sucks because I was who went out like crazy right. for, for like the longest time. Yeah. Um, and then like I had, I had a tough time with um, what's his name? What's his name? Twelve. You know, Peter Capaldi. Twelve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think I've said this before, only because I had such a goddamn hard time understanding him. Like I just couldn't. <laughs> I was getting like half the audio, and so Come I was having, on, like, I'm serious. Like there were times where the the accent was so thick that I just couldn't get it, and I had to like I had to like replay scenes, and then it just took me out. But I loved Missy and like everything they did with her. Yeah. So like that that kept me going. This one, um, Jody's doctor, I love her, but she's almost just like a supporting character yes. to her companions going through things. And the companions are they're all new and Jody Whitaker's new. So like I don't have a, a there's firm nothing grasp to on gra- anybody. Yeah, there's nothing to grasp. But the TARDIS yeah. is new, yeah. the doctor is new, the companions are new. There's nothing familiar. Everything is new. Um, uh, the long, long time, um, the composer who, who scored Dr. Who since it came back, um, he's blanking on his name. Well, the, he, he, he exited with, um, with Stephen Moffat. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he scored the last season of the, uh, of the librarians, which was fantastic. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that. We don't really do recommendations on midstreams, but if you haven't seen The Librarians, four seasons, last season in particular, is just fantastic. Check it out. Um, it's a very like Doctor Who esque show. Um, I, I digress. So like everything, ev- like even the music and, and the styling of the show, like there's nothing to ground me in the universe. Yeah. So it's I, I haven't gone back yet. Right. I imagine as I run out of things to watch in 2020, I will get back to it. Yeah, I keep wanting to go back. I keep wanting to watch more. It's just other things keep popping up that I want to watch even more right. than Doctor Who right now. But those will dry up eventually. Eventually. Uh, agree. Okay, well, well, then that, that brings me to um, what I'm currently watching. Okay. Which, which, is, which is big news for such a small percentage of the population okay but it's big news for the first time since 2003 we have an english 
dubbed Zoids. Easy to watch on Netflix. I saw that. I was going to, I saved it for the mystery. I wanted to ask you if you were watching the new Zoids series. I am watching Zoids Wild. Now, I started Zoids Wild a couple of years ago. I think it came out in um, 2016, I want to say. That sounds about right. And uh, only in Japan and you no official subs. So I was relying on fan subs that would come out kind of irregularly. And I got to like episode four or five of it. But it was like, it was so, it was so irregular that you'd finally get another one that, you know, cause it was just people doing it for the Zoids community so that people could watch it. And it's just, it's, it's a, um, it's a much younger Zoids for a much younger audience. Okay. And, um, there are some really great aspects of it. There are some really great episodes and there's some really terrible episodes. Like it's, it's, it's the, it's the independence day movie franchise of the Zoids universe, <laughs> I would say. Um, but the, th- the oh, thing is the, the animation God. is fantastic and I'm, I'm watching the shit out of it because I really want the next series to come over to, to Netflix because there's a series going on right now in Japan called Zoids Wild Zero. And that okay. one looks flipping fantastic. And is it is it a direct sequel to Zoids Wild? I don't it believe characters? it is. The way Zoids tends to work is kind of like um kind of like the Zelda franchise where like, okay, you you get the general concept and you yeah. and you get general characters, but like these all just exist kind of in their own little chunk of time and space you know and so they're they're not like direct sequels to each other they're they're oftentimes like just different takes on the world or like the adventure that this could go on this one is very different for a lot of reasons um the 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 major difference being that the zoids are certainly more more wild animal as the title suggests but um they're much smaller and their pilots ride them like you know, like you'd Ooh. ride a horse or an animal, which, which, which has its like, has its pros to it because it does make the rider much more, you know, susceptible to, to everything going on. Uh, and they're not protected inside a cockpit, but interesting. It, I don't know. It takes something away from it. Also because the Zoids are so much smaller and it's geared to a younger audience, like the stakes are a lot lower. And uh, it it almost feels to me, and this is not a negative because I I I love Pokemon. We've talked about it before, but it does feel more like a Pokemon series, like a Pokemon TV series. Um, in that it's like a boy on an adventure, just kind of meeting new Zoids along the way. Yeah. Without like a true aim, I'm at I'm up to episode twenty three or twenty four, and there's only twenty six on Netflix right now, and then the other half will come out later, presumably. Um. And he's finally just found his aim. And that is a long time. That is, that's, a, that's a long time to go through a series without your protagonist really yeah. having dedication. That's... But the point I was trying to make is this, the, the one that's out in, in Japan right now looks really good. It, it kind of brings it back to, to the chaotic century story in that it's, it, it really is a war going on. Right. Um, and... It just it looks really strong. I have no idea the plot because I've I've only watched some pieces of it, but I'm unable to understand it. But it just it looks like a legit anime set in the Zoids universe. 
So, okay. Long story short, I'm watching Wild to like give it my views to show Netflix, hey, bring over Wild Zero because I really want Wild Zero. I really. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. Want Wild Zero. Oh, and and a good sign that um it might be coming is that the Nintendo Switch Zoids game, which has been out in Japan, is getting an American release in Woo-hoo! October. And so. what series? What um, system will that come out on? That's on the Nintendo Switch. Oh. Zoids. Zoids seem to um, be intent like tied pretty closely to Nintendo. Because remember, remember uh, my old Zoids games that I that I had to do the thing on the GameCube to turn it into the Japanese factory right. setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could play those. Those were all GameCube games too. Yep. So, yeah. Zoids news. Who would have thought I'd have new Zoids news for everybody? I'm. I'm pleasantly surprised there's like one guy out there that's like zoids yeah yeah man zoids it's my yeah it's my jam i love zoids um let's let's go from one uh galaxy far far away to another Mm -hmm. um more 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 trouble in the star wars universe what now Uh, i'm not i'm unaware of any any star wars news actually uh kenobi obi-wan kenobi series Mm -hmm. uh it, it was it was delayed it was pushed back as yeah. we know, um, the entire crew was fired uh, oh. from from the show, and uh, oh it was you know earlier this year when uh, when Ewan McGregor was doing press for for Birds of Prey, um, that was that was kind of the big news that people were talking about that mm-hmm. Obi Wan had been delayed. Obi Wan is delayed again, and uh, they won't start working until spring of 2021. Okay. Um, so the series has been pushed back again and and just on Thursday again you and McGregor dropped that quote it's just it's just a one one off one and done series mm-hmm. um it's, it's i'm just it's getting very difficult to stay excited about this project mm-hmm. um for me in particular um uh, or you know to to care about it um, I, I just I don't. It's I don't know if we need it. Uh, and to know that it's you know it's encapsulated one and done. I, I don't know. See, I'm fine with that because if it kept going on, I it has the potential to change too much about Obi Wan about what I like about Obi Wan. You give me a small contained mini series that just fills in the blank between episodes three and four. Okay. Well, yeah, it's okay. it's just supposed to be Obi Wan, you know, protecting a young Luke and Leia, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense because Leia's over on Alderaan. Yeah, but, I'm surprised Leia is relevant yeah. in this. Um, but that was that was the original concept, which they've re- reportedly that they're they're rewriting the show again because um, Kathleen Kennedy felt that. And Bob Iger also felt that it was too similar a concept to Mandalorian protecting Baby Yoda. Well, that's true. Um, and so they, you know, it, the only thing that is certain is that Ewan McGregor is Obi Wan. Yeah. Anything else about the show is just it seems to change from mm-hmm. month to month, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Rebels you know, did it- such a great job. I don't know that we need this. Sure. So it's, it's hard I mean, to stay excited when it, when it comes down. I, I honestly it fell off my radar because I kind yeah. of forgot. I forgot, but I I've forgotten about everything these last couple of months because everything is such a 
goddamn mess. Like, uh, I just saw Batman was postponed again because it was production was shut down again for COVID. Like it, it came back up and like just this past week, it, it, it's back down again. Right. And it's, it's just like, uh, I can't, I can't stick the landing on anything. I don't, I don't know. I'm like in a room of fog and every once in a while I get a glimpse of something and then it vanishes. And so I don't even know what's on the horizon. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when, when, uh, Obi-Wan eventually comes out, I will definitely watch it with interest. Um, I will, I'm still excited about Mandalorian season two. Um, but that's kind of it, Star Wars. Like, the new trilogy kind of took a lot of my energy away from Star Wars. Uh, I mean, I I will I will all I will just add that there the you know, there are some rumblings about Mandalorian season two, mm-hmm. uh, and that it's interesting that season two is going to premiere in October, and we still haven't got a trailer yet. Mm-hmm. Um. I know that Disney was very unhappy with the trailer and that there were quote unquote problems with season two and, and the production of it. Um, word on the street is that season two doesn't really focus on the Mandalorian. Interesting. Like, you know, and it's <laughs> that the rumor is quote, there, there are problems with Pedro Pascal. Which feels weird to me because Pedro Pascal basically voices the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't on set for most of. Oh, I was show. under the impression he was. I thought I most I of thought the, I read he was. Most of the time, it's not him in the armor on screen. It's it's stunt doubles. Oh, um, I didn't know under that. underneath the helmet. Um, wow. He he really he filmed like four or five key scenes and of course you know when he has that moment where he takes his helmet off Um, but most of the time when we're seeing mandalorian on screen it's not pedro pascal wow i did not know that yeah um you know he's he's the voice of the mandalorian gotcha um gotcha and it's I, i find it if if what I'm reading is accurate, I find it very strange that in a show called The Mandalorian, then Mando's going to be a side character in his own show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. John Favreau has come out and said that um, you know, in season two they focus on more storylines, more characters. There's also this bizarre rumor that Kathleen Kennedy wanted the show to tie into Rise of Skywalker more and explain how palpatine survived okay um not the place not the place to do it but that is um and i would that would pretty much kill it i I agree and uh, you know john favreau there is a story of uh that you know he kind of went over kennedy and went straight to bob Iger Mm -hmm. to to nix that um and that that seems to have been fairly well documented hmm. um, that, you know, Favreau is and, and uh, Filoni are doing what they can to keep 
their part of the Star Wars universe small and unconnected. Yeah, that's the key. I, I agree. I think that's smart. Uh, but that we'll see what happens key. when Mandalorian premieres. Yeah. How, you know, how true some of these, these things are that are coming out of. Yeah, for sure. That's work. a bummer about Pedro. I mean, I don't, I don't know what that means that there were, pro- you know, that could mean that he was injured in filming. Uh, it could mean that there's scheduling conflicts. It could mean, it could be anything. You know, I, I think. W- I meant more. That's a bummer that he wasn't in the suit more. Well, I think, I think they had filmed most of the series before they had. Person. A, you know, yeah. A star a attached. star attached. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's. It's hard to get someone to sign on to a project who who's never going to be seen. Yeah. I mean, I remember way back. Um, that would be my kind of project. Sure. Oh, well, V for, v for, v for yeah, Vendetta. That's a good example. Um, that's a good example. That they, you know, they were, they had started filming with um, Harvey Dent. Uh, what's his face? Can he be trusted? No, he can't. Um, oh man, I'm blanking on his name. I can, I can visualize him. Yeah. I Frankenstein. Even, even Aaron not, Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Um, even non-Harvey Dented. Yeah. Aaron Eckhart ha- was originally supposed to play V and, you know, quote, you know, my fans won't know that it's me under the mask. Okay. Um, yeah. Gosh, see, that's, Hugo Weaving that's where my mentality in. is so different because I'm like, that seems like fun to me. Though. But but in some you know in some of those scenes that were filmed, that's Aaron Eckhart underneath yeah. the mask of and yeah. some and and sometimes it's a stunt person. But Hugo Weaving didn't you know come in into the role until much later, and we never see his face. But through most of that movie, it is him under the mask. But hmm. at other points, it's not. Um. So, you know, I think I think Mandalorian was a similar kind of, you know, we can I think it was important to have something shot to shop around to an actor to get them to believe in it. Now, once once um, Pedro Pascal was attached, you know, it, you know mm-hmm. on set, you know, he never took off his helmet. Yeah. Uh, even taking his crew photo with the helmet on. I remember seeing that. Yeah. So it's, you know, nice. it's nice very touch. clear he's dedicated to it. So it's um, I hope it remains small and in, in unconnected uh, and continues to tell its story. But, you know, it's it's quickly approaching. I think it is kind of bizarre that we haven't had a trailer yet. Yeah, I mean, that's next month. Yeah. And I know it's early September and this could be late. And I think it is late October, but still, that's only two months away. And and Disney Plus really, right now really needs to be drumming up the uh, the subscriptions. Yeah, October 30th. So a little over a month away. I would have imagined that we'd seen a teaser or a trailer or something by now. Seriously. Yeah. I'm surprised. That's another thing that I, I, I forgot is coming. That's another thing go. I forgot is coming. Jeez. Jeez. Jeez Louise. <sighs> All right. Well, I brought it up quickly. What do you think of the Batman trailer? You know, I. <sighs> I have mixed feelings. I, mean, I, have looks, one, I have one feeling. Uh, what's your feeling? I'm just like, I'm like kind of done Batman. Like, I'm right. like, okay. I, I, I still don't even feel like we're, we're done with Batfleck. 
because there keeps being like we're not. That he's we're, back. We're getting he's, more. Yeah. yeah, he's back again. He signed on. He's in Flashpoint. We've got so, Michael so, Keaton and Batfleck and 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 in Flashpoint, and I fucking love it. I love so, it. So to have like another, like yet another uh, Batman story going on, I don't know. It's the same thing as like these live action Disney remakes. It's like right. they, there's such a wealth of of stories out there. Can we get a Can we fucking else? Nightwing movie? Yeah, just give Please. me some dick, Grayson. Yes, yes. Like enough, enough. And, and I don't know. I mean, I saw the trailer, Batman. and I'm and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's it's Batman again. There there he is again. Yep. I don't know. I I will say this is probably my least favorite Batmobile ever. I don't even remember it. It's basically a Charger with a jet okay. engine on the back of it. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's just a, a frame car with a fiberglass kit on it. And that doesn't excite me. Yeah. It's just Make it a Charger or make it you know, some like a, a tank with wheels. But sure. If it's supposed to be low key, if this is supposed to be like early in his story and he doesn't have all his gadgets and like cool shit yet, well, like I don't know what multiverse this takes place in because I've seen Batman Begins and he has a fucking tank. Yeah. Yeah, they explain <laughs> that pretty nicely how, right. how he gets that so right at the beginning. I just don't understand what I just don't understand what we're doing anymore. Like it, it seems weird to start a new franchise in the third year of Batman being Batman, but starting over and like, you know, it's the same problem with star Trek whenever they do a prequel and mm -hmm. the technology is just inherently more advanced yeah. than the 60, 66, 63, whenever this first 63, I think was the first season. Sure. Of Star Trek. You know, it's and you know, they People do their so best to right like now. scale it down and make it look low tech, but <laughs> when you've got flat panel screens, like it, it just it just doesn't work. It just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. And I'm sure you know Robert Pattinson is a great actor. Robert Pattinson has never been my problem with this. It, it's it, we've we've done this. We've done this so many times yeah i don't get i don't really get the people who and maybe i've been guilty of this how long has this show been on the air what are we going up to three years now almost yes um we were we I'm were sure off been... the air we were on a hiatus when our three year oh right went yeah by. yeah how exciting um <laughs> and maybe i've been guilty of this and i'll be a hypocrite but i don't get people who are like they think of an actor's single character and are like that's gonna be our new right fill in the blank character it's like listen i've only ever seen him i've never well, i've never seen twilight but i have seen um harry well, potter he's in harry potter cedric, cedric diggory it's fantastic I, lost city not, of z and i'm not like uh it's fantastic oh they got cedric diggory for batman i'm, I'm just like oh they got uh just a new actors coming in for batman i don't i just don't get it like uh, i just thought an actor's whole thing was a chameleon faces. yeah yeah i don't know unless you're george clooney I, and then you're just always yeah i mean i suppose if i suppose okay so i suppose like if you hear that like um uh like george clooney or or like a um like a, a Johnny Depp or someone is attached. Right. Like, okay, you know, you know what you're getting. Like, right. you you know who you're getting. But if if you're getting someone who's 
who's done more varied work. Right. And like, and Robert Pattinson just, very, is very much a chameleon. Yeah. And, and you're, and you're not, and you're not like getting a person just because of them, like who they are in real life. Then, I, I will say I am most excited for Andy Circus mm-hmm. as Alfred. I think that's going to okay. be like fucking amazing. And did I hear the, the Riddler's in this the one, The Riddler right? is in it, and also um, Penguin is in it, and Colin Farrell playing Penguin, and just, like, Colin Farrell going full method, like, unrecognizable as Penguin. Who plays Riddler? Uh, I don't know. I, I like the Riddler as a villain. You. I like the Riddler as a villain because, again, you, you kind of keep it small with the Riddler, you know? The Riddler is totally believable as just like a normal average. But this is, crazy I mean, person. this is nothing like the Riddler that we've ever seen. Um, oh. Have you, you know, this is I a saw the trailer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's That's unlike any Riddler that we've seen. I'm not. But sure I just, who's I just mean like him. the concept behind the Riddler. Oh sure. You know, I like the concept behind the Riddler. I do. That's his fixation. Um, I, I, did you see that like uh, hardcore fans already figured out the riddle from the trailer? Um, I do. Yes, I did see that. And I thought, yeah, because I remember. Th- I remember not thinking the riddle was that difficult. I don't re- I don't even remember what the riddle is anymore. The riddle is what does a liar do when he's dead? What does a liar do when he's dead? We've already figured out the answer to that. Yes. Okay. Um, but in in the in the trailer, yeah, they it's it's all in symbols. You know, uh-huh. it's it's not just a straightforward, but it's it's like some kind of faux symbology. Okay. So the what Riddler the leaves a question do? with it says, "What does a liar do when he's dead?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And he gives he gives Bruce a puzzle to solve. Hmm. What's the answer? What did the internet come up with? And, and so using the code, like fans figured out, what does a liar do when he's dead? He lies still. That's good. It is. That's good. I like right? that. That's, yeah. Yeah. I like those. I like those little kind of riddles. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I mean. I like the Riddler. Yeah. He's fun. He's a fun guy. He's a good guy. He wouldn't hurt anybody. Sure. Be a dull movie. Sure. He's just going to tell riddles and do Sudoku's and... <laughs> That'll be the whole the whole thing. Oh, it's hilarious. Uh, I mean, we already we already talked about uh, Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, it's happening. He's back. Yeah. Batfleck, he's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new Flash suit that's very much in looks like Barry from the CW Arrowverse Flash okay. suit. Less like less, armor pads. Uh, less like armor pads. More like. Uh, Barry's flash suit uh, and also a rumor that Grant Gustin will be making a cameo Ooh, in wonderful. the Flash movie uh, that uh, 2022 uh, is quick, quickly approaching I guess um, yeah I mean we're almost we're just almost, a year away from it yeah so because um, Ezra Miller is still the Flash right Ezra Miller, Miller is still the Flash because I heard there were like rumors that he wouldn't be anymore and he's he's still in uh yeah there was a there was a controversy I don't remember what the controversy so was. So many goddamn controversies, um, guys. At, it's hard to keep point, track of all these controversies. Something with a cell phone video, but I don't remember what mm. 
did bad quality maybe yeah on an old nokia flip phone or something oh totally yeah that must have been it um snyder cut do you see do you see the trailer for that yeah we talked about that in real in real life i'm so excited yeah that'll be good it looks Um, so good it's still uh snyder cut still brings with it that double-edged sword of like f come on dc f you come on right come on what are you doing what are you doing i mean obviously you're folding your dc streaming service obviously yes Um, they just announced that uh doom patrol was renewed for season three and will be exclusively on hbo yeah the only thing left on dc universe app at this point is titans the only thing that right now i really give much of a shit about is titans i want to see how that goes um yeah, because I said because I did see that Stargirl has officially Moved started to the CW on the CW. It's, yes. it's just like, guys, don't stop. Okay, we beat this dead horse a lot, but th- stop billing it for the fans if it's not for the fans. Right. Um, and also uh, Young Justice season four, Young Justice Phantoms mm-hmm. uh, was announced for for which thing, though? Uh, we don't know where it will be coming from. Okay. Um, okay. I will. I I really want to support Young Justice, but if it's the only thing left on DC Universe, uh, I just we'll just have to wait until it comes out on Amazon. Are these things that I mean, like, is Titan is Titans not going to go over to HBO Max? I would imagine everything's going to go over to H, HBO Max. Um, I hope so. Yeah, Phantoms will probably go to Netflix. I would imagine. Okay. There's there's nothing left. Yeah. There's nothing left. Um, no release date was given, but it just that it had a title, Young Justice and Phantoms. All right. All right. We'll have to ask there about it. We'll have to uh pick yeah. your brain. I'm sure I'm sure there's a number of NDAs that will prevent her from answering just yet, but uh we'll use we codes. Can, yes. Uh I, I read a rumor recently that Joaquin Phoenix was offered fifty million dollars for more Joker content. Wow. I don't know if that's true, but it's hmm. it sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, any other big news? This is a big midstream because there's been such such big news. Such big news. I mean, there's one more news news item I want to talk about. Okay, but it's kind of like a big one. I mean, it's the one that 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 hurts my heart so much to talk about. Okay, let's let's have it. Oh, oh Michael Dante Di Martino and Brian. Uh, last name that Conseco, I can't pronounce. Uh, have left the the live action Avatar adaptation over creative Netflix. differences with Netflix. After Netflix made such a big deal about how they were those two have would have like have creative full control. Com- yeah. Yikes! I Yikes! Know. That just that's just not a good sign. Am I still gonna give it a shot? Of course, I goddamn am because I right. love Avatar and the world of Avatar, but. That's you better so believe troubling. I'm be watching it pretty critically. Oh, it's so like troubling. You best believe. And it I've was... told a friend of mine, I said, he said, I said, you know, I'm pretty open, you know, as an Avatar fan, you're, you're, you're pretty positive. And I'm pretty open to a lot of things. If they, if they touch Iroh in any way, like in any way, like I don't think you can make Iroh any better than he already has been. What do you mean if they touch him in any way? Like if they change an aspect of him of or his they character? change. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just so like if he's not a so tea drinking sage of positivity and compassion. Yeah. I'd agree. Like, because that is so important. You think that's what they were like, 
fuck no, we're well, done. Well, that's what I said because because we were talking we're and I'm done. like, what is like what is something that like you just couldn't come back from? Like right. what is something that that if this is if this is your creation and and what is something that's core to it that if someone was touching or tweaking it, you would be like, no, nope. I cannot be a part of this. And that was like to me that was like number one example. Yeah, of like, I, okay, if you tweak Iroh and like make him, oh, well, you know, he had a, he had a bit of a dark past and we're going to see some questionable choices he made or something like right. that. I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, no. But uh, listen, if they pronounce Aang's name correctly, I'll be happy. <laughs> at least in the first episode. Ong and Soka. Soka. Oof. Um, yeah. Yeah, so am I going to watch it? Of course. Of course I'm going to watch it. Like, this is, I mean, it's it's you know, the world. I'm pretty sure it's the fantasy world I, I absolutely love the most at this point. Wow. Is, yeah, it's a bold statement. The world. Yeah. I mean, I'll even put it over Zoids. But you, you throw in a, a mechanical giant animal that can fuck shit up <laughs> into the Avatar world, and that's it. I'm done. Like, like you know, give me the virtual reality plug-in right now. I'll never Oppa's, come back to the a Zoid. Yeah, like do that. They I'm cast in. M. Night Shyamalan as Uncle Iroh and oh made my him gosh. a That'd be bad. genocidal madman. That would be bad. And uh, they brought Slumdog back. Yeah. Dev Patel to play Zuko. I don't remember him being my biggest problem with it. I enjoyed him. Um, I, I will just come out and say that. I thought he was like, of the young actors in that movie, I thought he was the yeah he was probably the best the best of all of them and in um, terms of like also portraying character from here's animation a here's a sentence action. here's a sentence that no one in their right mind has ever said but I'll I'd have to watch it again <laughs> to really <laughs> to is, really like understand that is still I think my favorite episode of how did this get made how does this get made yeah I mean from I, the first from the introduction from describing the episode through the discussion. I think that's still my favorite episode of HD. And the, um, I don't, I remember, and, and you know, we'll save it because I, I, I think we are still going to do like a live action avatar episode where we, we will tackle the M night movie and the new series. And we still got to do Korra too. I, I've been, yeah, I I've really been like, itching to watch Korra. Elise and I um, watched all of Korra. Yeah, because it just came to Netflix. We actually so. watched it on CBS before it came to Netflix. Oh yeah, it was but, on uh, that. It, it was. And on, yeah. And now it's I've on been, Nickelodeon. I've been itching. I think I'm going to start it up again Netflix. after um, after uh, after I'm done with Zoids. Um, just because, uh, yeah, I've just been like itching, itching for it. You know, you ever so feel good. like that when so there's good. like an, a show you haven't just seen in a while, and yes. yeah, you know it really well, but you just re- want to rewatch it. Yes, that's that's how I'm feeling about Core right now. I but agree. yeah, so there. Hey, LTLs, it's Shades here, and I just want to remind you that our sponsor this week, just like every week, is you, our longtime listeners. And you can become a sponsor of the show by heading over to patreon.com slash shades and sketch, where you can support the show for as little as $1 a month. But right now, we are running Bumbling our very drunk. new, very special foodie geeking out kids yeah. club for adults who are basically still kids at heart. And you can go over to patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Sign up at that tier. Yeah, today. he was. They Guys, didn't do that. So and he was also kind of whitewashed. Now back to this week's the actor who played him. Yeah, I don't even remember. Who and he him. was always very sagely. He always had the respect of the soldiers. 
Yeah, and and I will say the the one thing we've talked about this. The one thing I thought they did really well was that yeah, they changed firebending. They changed firebending. I think it was yeah. like I think That's that was smart. smart. Mm-hmm. And because then Iro, being the dragon of the west, he can firebend yeah, without mm-hmm. fire around him, and yeah. that whole scene, the setup, and how it played out was excellent. I still, I still, um. I don't I don't necessarily like one more than the other, but I respect both of them. Like the fact that they didn't make their own fire in the movie, that did bother some people. And I was like, no, I like this limitation. Right. They they need a bit of a limitation and right. I like this. Um it does raise questions on how they were able to beat the air nomads because you think the air nomads would just be like blowing those out like birthday candles all the time. Right. Just <laughs> um but you know that's not that's neither here nor there. But I for the movie it worked. It, it gave them a good limitation for just a, a two hour movie. Well, I so. thought the Air Nomads just refused to fight. It was how that Fire Nation wiped them out in the in the movie. Well, yeah, that might have been in the movie. They All were they're pacifists is, in the movie. Is Monkeyatsu's skeleton with yeah. like oh. fifty dead Fire Nation, Fire Nation guys, guys around, around him. him? Yeah, that was that was pretty. That's, yeah, that's pretty op. That's pretty op. Yeah, that's um, another thing I like in Korra, is is how we get to we eventually get Sahir, and we really like we uh, really see airbending, right? And we see it used kind of like not good, right? Without spoiling anything, but he uses it well. Yes, I meant not good intentions, right? Yeah, Aang uses it to like avoid fights, right? And Sahir uses is it, it for murder. Yes, yes, like oh the yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. yes. Yes, Zaheer. Yeah. When you think of Oh, I love Zaheer. Zaheer's oh. what, a, what a what a villain. I, he was the greatest villain of the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Strong agree. And then um the girl in this in the last one with oh, Ku, what's uh, her name? Kavira. Kavira. Voiced by Zelda she, Williams. She was she was also excellent. Yeah, yeah. But she's kind of like low a, stakes. She's a she's a close second to me. Yeah. And then Amon, and then like way, way at the bottom, season two. Oh, season two. Not good. Season that two. was the uh, I was so disappointed that the the Korra game was based around season two. Yeah, that that's, I tried. That's, I tried. Yeah. So the game was actually really great, but the game had a lot of like the good game mechanics was great. It. It had some yeah. great mechanics. I loved the bending mechanics of the yeah, game. You just couldn't latch onto that story. Ugh. I, was yeah. like, I know where this is going, and I don't like it. And I yep. I don't want to play this anymore. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I ever finished it. I also did not finish it. Boy, what a long midstream. Uh, we've been gone for a while, Sketch. We've been gone, and the world... The world marched on. Just somewhat, yeah. 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 Anything else? That was my last big thing. Um. Yeah, I don't... We can always just save anything else for the next midstream, too. I mean, now we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with, with some updates um a little bit of a switch long time listeners um we've we've traditionally done two episodes two long episodes a month we're, yep. we're only going to be pulling that back to one for the foreseeable future yeah until things level out yeah this the, the recording you know just pull back the veil a little bit uh, re- recording remotely presents its challenges as i'm sure almost all of you now know right 
because we're doing everything goddamn remotely everything and it's and it's yeah it's amazing that the things we can do right but it's also (laughs) not the same it's it's not nothing's the same and nothing is quite as easy as it should be i'll tell you egyptology whole other whole other lot of lot of drone work right oh my god egyptology is complete full remote and it's tough it's tough i bet yeah yep how do you how do you how do you raid a tomb remotely you have we we have these little um you don't want to call them robots um because they are they're just uh like battery packs that we attach to living monkeys oh you know that sounds we kind of send them out and then they get the curses sounds horrific and so um for right now it's good but 2020 is not over guys look forward to november cursed monkeys coming your way <laughs> you know i'm just uh, i'm just thinking of uh the will ferrell's one man show mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the, what did he say about the- oh man what were they uh i know now one, it's on the tip of my tongue a hundred chimpanzee were they chimpanzees or or next time you're driving through it from florida down to florida disney world don't stop in north carolina Blow blowgun attacks have increased nine hundred percent. Oh, the monkey! Oh. The monkey! Uh, the monkey army also reminds me of Batman Ninja. And that's that's oh, the monkey army, Batman Ninja. I need to go watch that Will Ferrell one man show. You're welcome, America. I was af- I was afraid you were going to say uh, Batman Ninja. No, I would. I would not rewatch that. I would rewatch thirty Many Civil things. Wars before yeah. I rewatched Batman Ninja. Many many things before that so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna just change up the 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 order a little little bit bit. we're gonna do uh midstream as you're used to which you're listening to right now uh then new geeking out with shade and sketch then a a repost what do you what do you want a classic classic episodes from our grunge phase go go classic uh and and then you know repeat the process yeah over and over just give gives us a little extra breathing room there to refined to the high caliber you're expecting folks yeah because everything's a little bit harder than it used to be yep yep it sure is so speaking of new episodes shades why don't you take next week's uh new episode announcement because it was your suggestion okay sketch well uh we are heading over to central city and or Los Angeles, depending on which iteration of the character that uh, that you were talking about. And we will be we will be revving our engines, loading mm-hmm. our gas guns, donning mm-hmm. our fedoras mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for some. For some another another masked vigilante in green, not the Arrowverse, not uh I don't know where I'm going with that, but the we're going to not the lantern, not the Arrowverse, not the uh, yeah. What does Marvel have that's green? Marvel well, has the, 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 I mean, they got the Hulk. yeah, they got the Hulk, the green, the She Hulk. Do they have a green something though, like the green fill in the blank? I don't think so. Oh, Marvel, get on! I think Come on. colors are more the DC thing, Blue Beetle, yeah, Green Arrow. Well, anyway, uh-huh. we are tackling the 2011 movie of. The Green Hornet. The Green <laughs> And um, I, yeah. I, I'm so excited that we got, got to revisit this sketch. And um, 
longtime listeners, I think you're going to enjoy our our thoughts. For me, it was universe. a first visit. For just just so you guys all know, first time seeing it right here, first time viewer, right over here, sketch. And I had seen it in theaters, but I I, I was pleasantly surprised to see it on Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. Yeah. That was another great thing. Thanks, Netflix. Yeah. Thanks for putting some of these things out there. And uh, we'll bring you our thoughts next week. Yeah, and we got we've got thoughts. We got some thoughts. We got some thoughts. There, there are some things to talk about with that movie. Did you think? <laughs> did you think that that Green Hornet was going to come back in a big way in 2020? Oh my we goodness! Were the, we were on the cusp. We were on the cusp. Um, this was. This was, it was supposed to, okay, spoiler alert for Geeky Go. This was supposed to tie in with the murder hornets. You know, yes. like it was going to be like a big the, publicity spun. And right. then they, they like they, died out. They went away. Yeah. Like what? Murder hornets. Come on. So, yeah. So we're still giving you green hornet, but you know what? It's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be murder hornet so free. murder hornet free. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So go ahead. Watch, watch the movie. It's on Netflix. You have Netflix. Come on. Everyone Everybody has Netflix. has Netflix. Give it a watch. Enjoy it's it. two hours. It, it is. It is like it's an enjoyable movie yeah. to sit down and watch. Popcorn, sit back. Enjoy. Fun yeah. for the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. Whole, wait, whole family? Yeah. Whole family. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. 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 It could be whole family. And PG-13? Uh, yeah. PG-13. I don't remember. Yeah. It couldn't have been R. No. It's PG-13. Definitely could have been R. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. The green. So, guys, uh, thanks for coming back with us. Uh, thanks for surviving the summer. <laughs> um, and uh, shades. I'll see you next time for Green Hornet. I'll see you next time, Sketch. All right, and guys, we'll see you next time. That's a long one.